0: Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo, your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview.
1: Hey everyone, today we're actually going to be talking about lawn care, which is does not sound like a sexy topic,
0: Random, but
1: pesticides are so prevalent and I dislike greatly how much they are becoming into our water supply and therefore ending up in our food supply and I really am... Becoming passionate about finding a way to have a beautiful lawn because that matters greatly to my husband in a safe way that I feel comfortable about my daughter and my dog um, and even myself sitting outside on the grass. And if he eats the grass, I don't have to feel afraid and I don't have to put a beware with dogs. There's pesticides on this lawn sign.
0: Yeah. So a little bit of background. I worked throughout college in the summers. I'd come home and I worked with the landscaping company for four or five summers. Love a good looking green nice cut lawn edge to perfection with some nice lines. Oh, you know, it's one of my favorite things about golf is I get to go out and see really perfectly manicured lawns. I love it.
1: You love a good case of lawn and order?
0: I love a good case of lawn. <laughs> I have a buddy if he's listening, check out his YouTube channel. It's called Lawn and Order. He gives you tips on how to have a good good nice cut lawn. So, but in in the process uh, when I worked in college I worked for a company that, you know, was was a great company. We utilized a lot of fertilizer, a lot of seeds that maybe would not have met my wife's specifications for toxicity levels. And
1: we're going to get into this, but fertilizer doesn't have to equate to heavily pesticide.
0: No, it doesn't. And, and so my wife asked me to kind of just uh, just share some stuff about what we're doing because I'm doing a lot of the yard work. Because Kate's like, hey, this the, the green lawn's your thing, but these are my standards. So I'm trying to figure out... How do I get a green, healthy looking lawn that doesn't rely on chemicals or pesticides to get rid of weeds, to grow thick, to be green and luscious? Um, and so basically, I have three or four big topic or big points to hit on. And the first one is seeding. So we just bought a house, and we had our lot was a completely wooded lot. They cut a bunch of trees down, ripped them all out fill a bunch of fill dirt back in to level it out. And so we started from scratch. And the biggest thing you want to do, obviously you need to seed first. (laughs) So that's good. (laughs) Lots of good soil seeding. But even once you have a yard, this is something that most people don't realize is you should continually seed at least once, maybe even twice a year. It's called overseeding. And so it's a light seeding either in the fall. Fall is the best time to grow grass if you're going to because it's cooler. Um, But you can do it in the spring as well. And that allows, and that's kind of a proactive, preemptive way to keep your lawn thick. That way, you, if you have you know, thinning spots or where high wear, high-trafficked areas, you can continually replenish those areas with seed. Um, and so uh, when you're seeding, you gotta really be mindful about three things. First, where is it in your yard? Does it have a lot of sun, a lot of shade? That determines what kind of seeding you actually put down and you buy. Um, there's usually three types of seeds, or types of seeding you can get, sunny, partly sunny, partly shady, and mostly shady. So those will have different coatings, different, 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 uh, they've, again, we've, 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 we've uh, isolated these different grasses. A grass, first off, is actually a weed. It's a cultivated weed. So know that you're never gonna get rid of weeds in your yard because you technically have a yard full of weeds. Fun fact, but um, they've cultivated different types of grasses that grow well in those conditions. So really be mindful about what kind of area you're you're seeding in. Because you might have different spots in your yard that get different types of seeds. Um, that's not a that's not an unreasonable thing. Uh the second thing is, so what kinda of, where is it at in the yard? Sun shade. Um second thing is what kind of climate or region are you in? Now we live in Michigan, we live in the Midwest. We're pretty much a northern um half of, of the country, and our country, USA, has typically two growing seasons. You have a southern and a northern growing season. Basically, that just means you want to make sure that your uh your evenings temperatures stay in the 60s so that there's no frost that frost can kill a fledgling grassling really quickly so being mindful about that the third thing is is your soil primed for for growth mm-hmm. um, it's a simple question really of the level of acidity in your soil that can change again based on your climate so where you're at will dictate this but also what kind of fertilizer are you using uh, if you're using compost Um, if you're using you know some people use coffee grounds and a mixture of vinegar it's it's you can get some weird stuff if you want to um we're just gonna give you some general ideas but you want your soil to be slightly acidic if you're gonna go out and measure you can do this actually with a ph um testing kit you want to be slightly just under seven so 6.5 to 7 is ideal for optimal grass growth um you can add lime to help raise your soil's ph or you can add sulfur to help lower it so um, the cooling about compost, and Kate, why don't you step in and explain to us what is what is compost for somebody that doesn't really understand and or has heard that term before?
1: Well, compost is just broken down natural organic materials. So a lot of it will often come from your kitchen. So things like eggs, fruit and vegetable scraps, coffee grounds. And other things can add be added in there too. I think newspaper clippings, cardboard, grass clippings Some and paper, yeah. there can be a ratio that is more ideal, but honestly I've never really taken it too extreme from a scientific point. I just throw what I know works into our compost so, and it turns out wonderful.
0: Yeah, so my wife makes a good point. You can make your own compost at home with literally anything that that's like, eggshells can be thrown in there, things that are, are found in nature, they will naturally decompose. Yeah. It's
1: a great way to repurpose things that would otherwise be thrown away, especially with these organic materials. They can release really volatile gases when they're trapped in landfills, and that can be really harmful to the environment. So if you're in a position to compost these, you would be doing the environment a massive favor by doing something natural and that you can repurpose and use in a garden or in your lawn.
0: Yeah, and so you can also make this. You can also buy it. But again, once you buy it, you're letting somebody else produce it and package it so you're not really sure. It's it's good to kind of be mindful about what's It's what still a great option. It, it is just, a great option.
1: It's cheaper if you were to make it. But
0: the cool thing about that is when you put compost on your lawn as a fertilizer, it actually naturally balances your lawn's ideal pH. So again... God created nature to understand what nature needs. It's I know, really cool. isn't
1: that so cool? Even just the items that you were listing to regulate the pH, like the sulfur or the lime or the peat moss, I just love how the Lord has provided us with everything we need for life to thrive.
0: Yeah, so that that that's my first thing is seeding. It's the first kind of area of topic. I'll give you my again overseed once or twice a year. Uh, be mindful about what kind of seed you're using, what climate you're in, and then again your soil is a prime for growth. What kind of things you need to make sure you add or check to make sure it's slightly acidic. Second area of of topics we want to talk about for lawn is if you already have an established lawn or even if you're growing, these are different, is watering. How much should you mm. water? So um our, we've had this is our second home we're in and we were blessed and fortunate enough to be able to put in a sprinkler system which i was drooling over i wanted that so bad <laughs> you did. Uh, our house before this we didn't have one we had a little we had a little um uh, a sprinkler we had to hand oh, this move was around so bad
1: though do you remember how bad our water pressure it was, was so bad it was you so couldn't bad. do any two water products at the same time like you couldn't run the shower and do dishes and so the sprinkler was had such a narrow range due to this lack of water pressure.
0: We had to move it that, like, and our, and our our backyard was maybe maybe like a tenth of an acre, maybe it not was even so that small. And but we still had to move our sprinkler like six times to cover. Maybe more. Yeah, it was it was rough. so. Anyways, watering is a big deal. Everyone everybody knows this, right? When when sun comes out and there's no no rain for you know a couple weeks. Actually, that's where we're at right now in Michigan. Um, you see a lot of browning and, 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 and a uh, deadening of some of those uh, burning up of some of those lovely green weedy uh, grasslands. And so a healthy lawn needs roughly a quarter to a half an inch of water per week. Um, and some people might, might choose to water this every morning or every night. Um, this actually, it can be a detriment, especially if you go through a a, a heat wave. Um, if you if your yard is is, is an organ, it's an, it's a living entity, and it gets used to whatever you you put it in. So if you give it water every morning and every night, and maybe you give a little more than than the than the recommended half an inch of water, and you water it for you know you know and a half an hour every day, it will get used to that amount of water. And if you go for uh, any strength of time, any length, maybe it's a, a couple of days or a day or two, and you maybe you leave for vacation, you turn your water off. That will kill your grass because you've you've created an entity you've created this lawn that has a very shallow root system yeah so
1: the root system develops based on what you give it so if you give it water every day the roots don't go down deep because they don't have to whereas if you do a really thorough watering once a week it will refresh the roots and give them what they need but it will force them to go deeper into the soil to find a better water source and so you are more able to withstand a drought or longer periods of between watering
0: and we actually learned this the hard way we were dutiful waterers for our yard and we faithful. thought we we were faithful every day we get out there in the morning and we would, we would let our little sprinkler go and we'd move it six or seven times in the back and three times in the front and we went on vacation for I think for just two days. We were out of town for just like two days. Came back, and because we weren't able to water it like we did regularly, the entirety of our of our yard was like burnt. No, it, was it so wasn't bad. burnt beyond reclaiming. We we were able to, to get it back. But
1: it, I feel like that was the point too that I realized how little we knew about organic lawning as lawning a word.
0: I don't know. You can you can you can make it a word. <laughs> organic lawn care. Lawn care. Lawn know.
1: care. Yeah. And there's really not a ton of information that jumps to the forefront. And so we've kind of learned through some trial and error and some deep dive research. But I mean, thank you for not throwing me under the bus yet. So I guess I'll throw myself under. When we were first planting grass, I ordered this tiny little <laughs> bag of <laughs> organic wheat grass. Cause I was like, I want it to be non-toxic. And this, I mean, really tiny $10 bag of organic wheat grass came. And Andrew had to gently tell me that that is not. Lawn grass,
0: wheat grass is something you grow to. to she's put like, "That's in what like you it. eat." <laughs> well, the seeds were like they look like, ra- like 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 yogurt covered raisins. They were huge, and they're like, "That's not grass." She's like, "Yes, Andrew, it's organic. That's why it's different." And that was the conversation we had. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. If you have any questions or topic ideas, you can reach out to the Daily Well Podcast on our website, myhopefm.net. Just click Podcast so yeah so so watering again being mindful you don't have to do just just once a week like my wife suggested you could do it maybe you water every other day and and, and you get into a routine of doing it. but the idea is if you if you water less but give it more water you actually are your well it's it's simulating a rainstorm is what it's doing it's basically letting you know hey there's water but it encourages the roots to grow deeper you have thicker healthier grass my wife did say it'll it'll look for an external source of water so if you have groundwater it'll do that as well so it just it depends on again on what you have how healthy your soil is that kind of stuff as well but generally and that's
1: good for the environment too because let's say you do average one heavy rainstorm a week then you don't have to turn on your sprinklers to keep a healthy lawn
0: absolutely so um seeding first point we talked about that watering third point is fertilizing and this one gets a little interesting because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there a lot of options out there again you have several companies you can go with that come in they'll spray your yard um they'll ship things out to you and and do it on like a on a repeat recurring basis again there's some non-toxic options with this as well but it's gonna be a lot more expensive you can go with the toxic route and have somebody come and spray your yard every month and you gotta stay off it for like a day or two because it's got a lot of chemicals it's gonna sit now it might help you out but if you're listening to this, you probably are wondering, hey, what's a healthier option for lawn care? So we've chosen to go with a non toxic route, and we're going to share what we're doing. Basically, the first thing is just regular maintenance. It sounds so simple and so easy, but regularly cutting your grass and don't bag the grass. If you let the, cl- the clippings actually um, add ba- or just drop back into it, and you- it's called mulching when you-, when you mulch your grass, when those clippings drop back down into your lawn, they add much needed nutrients back into the soil and the root systems Um, and it's kind of cool like they're allowed to break down you actually have a mini composting event going on right there i like to keep my, my grass cut at about three inches when you go a little bit lower than that it requires a lot more upkeep and again can get affected by the sun a lot more so three inches is a good length um, and and then that way you also don't hit any weird roots or you have some some clearance which I've had a few, <laughs> a few issues <laughs> the same thing can be said for again for mulch regularly adding decomposing elements into your lawn helps keep those nutrient levels high and again, we talked about that that the compost natural composting actually helps your, your lawn naturally balance out its pH there's a ton of other ideas like I said, I mentioned before, like adding coffee grounds with water and spraying your yard with that mixture or cotton seed and dried blood is one I found that on a couple of different sites. Again, because it has nutrients, it's got a lot of iron. It's got different different things that are found in nature in our bodies. It could be other things too, but we haven't tried those options, but just know that there's a lot of other things. If you wanted to pursue that, you can. So we talked about seeding, watering, fertilizing. The last one, um, which is a big, big, hot topic right now, again, is weeds. Nothing spoils a lovely green lawn like that random yellow dandelion sticking straight up, and then your daughter hey, don't going... don't pick
1: on the dandelions. They make very healthy teeth.
0: I know, but they just look <laughs> They're horrible. They're great for your right? liver. Right? Okay. Okay. My, my my wife can have all the liver cleansing things she wants in her in her tea. I want a nice green grass. I'll let my neighbors have all the dandelions, right? But what's a way you can manage those pesky little guys from popping up without toxically spraying your grass? It's first off important to understand what I already mentioned. Your grass is actually a weed. So, saying, hey, I want to de-weed my yard is not correct. Um, grass is a cultivated weed. It's great. You want to
1: de-dandelion your yard? Want
0: to de-dandelion your yard, yes. Unwanted weeds are really, 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 again, a lot easier to deal with if you're keeping up with regular maintenance. A lot of times, if you cut your grass regularly, you won't even notice where where they are. There'll be a lot of weeds in your yard, again, because that's just what it actually is made up and and composed of. But if you're consistently cutting and clipping and it's maintaining the same length, you might not even notice them. So first off, if it's more of a visual thing, like it is for me, just keep cutting it on a regular basis. You're going to be fine. I have, I have friends who've cut their yards twice a week. You can get that pesky. I think a once a week cut is a pretty pretty good idea. Um, uh, if you have a mulched or rocked area that you like to kill off some spray with, or you want to kill off some weeds because it's, it's not a grassy area, you can spray them. And a good homemade remedy that my wife already mentioned, a couple of these things in one of our other podcasts can be made from vinegar, um, salt, salt, and uh, dish soap, which is kind of interesting, so, and is that
1: something you would need to keep away from healthy grass and only get on the weeds? Yes. This, okay. is,
0: this is this is gonna kill uh, pretty much anything green. So this is only for like mulch mulched areas or rocky areas that don't have anything green there. Um, but yeah, you can make a you can make this at home. Get a mix: a gallon of white vinegar, one cup of salt, and a tablespoon or a tbsp if you ask me when you see it, tbsp um, of dish soap that makes sure it's properly stirred and mixed up and then you can put it in a spray bottle for easy use so that's a pretty natural again dish soap make, make sure you find a healthier brand for that um but that can be on any of the, the for a spot treatment maybe it's on your maybe it's in your driveway and you have somebody between the cracks it's a great thing so the recap again healthy lawns the first thing like health your bodily health requires continual maintenance throughout the year not just in the fall not just in the spring to do it, they have different things you would do in seasons, but be seasonally minded what you can do to help be proactive, whether it's seeding, overseeding, watering heavier. Now the watering thing is a big deal. When you are, I'll put a caveat in here, when you are watering your grass and you just planted seed, you do need to water it a little more. It needs more than the quarter to half inch watering level is for maintaining a currently existing lawn. If you're growing seed, you need a little more than that, probably closer to an inch. So you need to double at least that um but to recap again regular maintenance uh, it's easier to maintain something that's regularly proactive and care hit the spring and fall season's hardest with the prep work it'll make their summers and winters a lot easier be smart about your soil prep buy specific needs for your climate your yard and the time of year that you're planning um, watering in longer bouts with uh, a lot more time between again simulates nature unless you're actively trying to grow new grass, which I just mentioned. And don't bag your grass. Let that dead dead grass decompose and feed the rest of your lawn with more nutrients. And then uh, run to natural homemade options first. That's the biggest thing you can do. Um, Again, my wife's rule of thumb is if you can consume it and you can eat it, then it's okay because like toxic chemicals and a lot of cleaning products and, and even lawn care products, if your dog or your child randomly eats grass or twig or dirt that's been out there you don't or even know if you
1: have a homemade garden yeah or even if you have a backyard garden you don't want those chemicals getting into your food supply it's something i actively avoid when i'm at the grocery store purchasing food so it's definitely something that i wanted to avoid in our backyard and i know this episode has probably been a little bit more on the boring side for some people but it's something that just, there wasn't a lot of information out there when we were trying to do our organic lawn care. And so we just wanted to do an episode on what we're doing. And we hope that it really helps you and blesses you and know that God has given you the tools to have a beautiful yard without a bunch of harsh chemicals.
0: Yeah, and if you guys have any more questions about something like this or different topics, please reach out to us. You can you can find us on on our social media page. That's the Daily Well Collective. Uh, it's on Instagram. We don't have a Facebook just yet. We might get one in the future. We're just trying to be, again, mindful. We don't want this to be a burden to our family time. So we're trying to limit what we do. But we, we love sharing this information. If this is really beneficial to you, let us know if you have any questions. You can also email us at the dailywellcollective at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, let us know what you want to hear. We want to give you guys some good stuff. So we appreciate you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. We pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can at myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.